0: Jesus brings life and death. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth podcast here at Waynefleet BIC Church where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams. I'm your host and as usual, I'm joined by Pastor Wes Hillis. Welcome Pastor Wes. Hello. You have found, did I say we were at the youth edition of our podcast? Yes, you did. Wonderful. Yeah. Sometimes I get on a roll and yeah. I cannot remember. So welcome. Yeah.
1: Well, you do so many podcasts. So.
0: Yeah. Twice a week. We're here on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Yeah. So um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we're we final week before Christmas.
0: Woo i cannot right? believe that man no, that's right it's
1: like this is te- this is technically the final. i know there's that week like of the leading 20th to the 25th yeah. that that's christmas week like yeah, that
0: that's like leading up to christmas so th-
1: this is the final week before christmas
0: man i can hardly believe that
1: yeah it's not like this flew by sure september did. to december flew by oh yeah absolutely i
0: was just thinking that too like the kids went back to school and here we are at christmas break already yeah. and that usually seems like a longer time span but here we go.
1: Yeah. And for the past couple of weeks, we we looked at some of the negative aspects of Christmas, no, the business, the stress. Um, we also looked at some of the lighter stuff, um, mm-hmm. how Jesus can help us in those times, like the the fact that he brings mercy and grace and that um, like his burdens are light and it mm-hmm. brings us f- freedom in that. And like we talked about our own burdens and things we do and how we kind of doubt ourselves a lot of things we do and that kind of thing. So. At the end of this, um, I think that's what we're going to be doing is, I think this one will probably be either the heaviest. Well, I think this one will be the heaviest or the lightest. Okay. We're not going to know. Until we we're get, gonna, to, the yeah, we until we get to the end. Yeah, we're not going to know until we get to the end because we don't know. <laughs> um, but I think that when we get closer to Christmas, there's there's two things that happen. One, either people smile more or people are more cheerful. Yeah. I think that's because you know you're spending time intentionally with your family. Mm-hmm. Like you, you feel that coming, so you're like, "Oh, I'm actually looking forward to this. It's going to be nice. It's going to be good."
0: And you know what? Um have you heard it said that a change is as good as a rest? Mhm. Yeah, so sometimes even just a change of pace, just knowing that there's going to be less work, more downtime, you know, just that change of change yeah, of scenery a little bit is uh, something to look forward to, I think.
1: Yeah, it's really nice just being be able to have that change for you can get a little bit of extra rest in you got a little bit less work to do and just be able to take some time for home and
0: or maybe it's a different kind of work
1: i think yeah there is that there is an aspect of work can be restful it just depends on the work yeah so yeah um and so are you guys recording yeah
0: Cameo by Pastor Pat Hand.
1: We're going to leave that in just so everyone can be terrified. <laughs> um, all right, then. <laughs> so during this time of year, I think uh, something we might hear is, you know, people might sing Christmas carols mm-hmm. um, that you never hear any other time of year unless yeah. it's some weird person in the middle of the summer being like, let's listen to Mariah Carey. And it's like, no.
0: Oh, yeah. My people do that at home. Oh, <clears throat> no. Yeah. In July.
1: Christmas cannot be in July.
0: I know. Well, at my house often it is and then but I think it's a little bit to pick on me. Okay. Anyway.
1: Or or um do any of them wear Christmas sweaters?
0: Yeah, so my <laughs> I don't know, hopefully this doesn't embarrass her but um my younger daughter uh, had to have her picture retaken a few years ago because she just had a really strange expression on her face. Like okay. one eye was half closed and it was one of those like ooh did no one look at that so anyway it was picture retake day and she uh came out and this is like you know end of september early october in like this it was meant to be her ugly christmas sweater yeah so it's red and it had a penguin on it that was wearing like reindeer antler headband and she had some kind of like um jewelry it actually was something that someone bought her as a bit of a Bit of a gag. It was a oh, okay. a giant gold tooth necklace with matching earrings. So she came out wearing that. And I was like, Oh, honey, you may have forgotten that it's picture retake. And she's like, No, no that's this is I, me. That's <laughs> why I chose this. And I was like, All right.
1: You know what? This is gonna be really memorable one day. You're gonna be super embarrassed by this. It's gonna be fantastic. You <laughs> family,
0: I'll send you the photo. It's pretty sweet. Yes,
1: that is awesome. <laughs> wow. I go, sorry I got us off topic No there. that's okay And um, I think something Like we're kind t- of Kind of talking about What we see this time of year mm-hmm. um, A lot of people spend money On like presents And everything Everyone's yeah. getting prepared For that Everyone wants to see The people who are special To them smile And enjoy their gifts And even though it seems Like we spend sometimes Way too much time Preparing for the actual Events that we're in mm-hmm. um, They're over before we know it Yeah And it's just like Well On to next year We do it all again In 12 months And mm-hmm we look forward to doing something a little bit different with Christmas decorations. Uh, we look forward to buying, you know, new things to surprise our friends, our parents, kids, brothers, sisters, and of course definitely our pastors.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Top of the list.
1: (laughs) Sure. Um, we like baked goodies, just saying. Mm. Um, so (laughs) we look forward to being able to be together with family and we look forward to doing Christmas all over again next year and making it even better than it was last year. Mm -hmm. So, this being our final week of Jesus brings, where we are looking at things Jesus brings us and ways that our lives are forever, you know, changed by that, because you know this little baby boy was born because God became man because He humbled Himself, came down from heaven, and entered into the physical human life. You we know, we're different because of that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we began um, a couple of weeks ago by saying that Jesus brings us mercy and grace.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mercy is not receiving the the th- mercy is not receiving what we do deserve and grace is receiving good things that we do not deserve. So Jesus brings us both. Jesus Mm. brings us forgiveness and eternal life. That's the mercy and the grace. Mm -hmm. Last week we talked about how Jesus brings us freedom and burdens. So Jesus sets us free from the things that weigh us down and hold us back. Mm -hmm. But Jesus does this by asking us to pick up his burden using his yoke. Yes. He carries with us side by side. His burdens are one of those in need, um, physically, emotionally, and spiritually for the world heading down a path that leads to destruction and carrying his burdens, we do something that will truly make an everlasting difference. Mm.
0: Storing up treasures in heaven.
1: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. This week, um, to wrap all of it up, we're going to consider how Jesus brings his life and death. So this week, this final week leading up to Christmas, would you be willing to hit pause on your whole life right now? Everything else that's happening, to stop and reflect on the life that you find through Jesus alone.
2: Mm
1: And if we're willing to stop and reflect on the death that you find through him as well, I think it's something important.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm going to read this. Um, this Philippians 2, uh, verses 1 to 11. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out for only your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as, some, as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble positions of a slave and was born as a human being. Every Christmas, we always remember the fact that Jesus was born. Mm-hmm. God became a man, physically existed on planet Earth, and He lived a physical, tangible human life. Yeah, we actually have historians who could date back and show that Jesus. Was at, there was a person who walked during the time of Jesus who was named Jesus, born in the town of this. Because you know, the Roman Empire something they did really well was they kept records of things.
0: Yeah, the census. That's why. <clears throat> that's why He was born in yeah. Bethlehem.
1: Yep, and we and we can see that we know knowledge of it. So mm-hmm. it's true that some somebody named Jesus was born during that time. But something we can't do is we can never separate Christmas from Easter. Mm -hmm. You can never be like the joke from a movie I'm not going to recommend you to watch where the man is playing, praying to sweet baby Jesus, sweet little Mm. seven-pound, six-ounce Jesus who never hurt anybody. And why does he pray to baby Jesus? Because he said he likes the version of Jesus better. Let's not be like that where we Mm. approach Christmas with the knowledge of Easter. As if right now we can just think about a little boy and the three birthday presents he was given from the wise men and we'll sing some nice carols and open some presents and everything will be all nice and cozy the next spring when Easter comes, we get more serious. We'll think about the deep issues later because that's not what Christmas is meant to be. Christmas Mm -hmm. is meant to be light and fluffy. That's what it's meant to be.
0: It often is meant to be light or it it often ends up that way.
1: Yeah, we we treat it very light and (coughs) fluffy. This is what it is. But Jesus did many things, and there are many reasons why he came to earth. But the main purpose of him coming, the main reason we have a Christmas season all, is because he he came to die. Yeah. So Jesus brings life and death. Now, let's not only focus on the physical life and death of Jesus himself, but let's look at the life and death that he brings us as well. So this is John 10.10. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Jesus brings life to us because Jesus came and was born we have access to a rich and satisfying life some trans- translations say that Jesus we that through Jesus we have access to abundant life or life to the full whatever wording you prefer this is all about how Jesus actually brings us life
0: who is the thief when they say the thief's purpose what what's that referring to
1: so I think what we take um, from this thief's purpose in that verse one, a general thief, but I think you can also look at Satan himself. He's, yes. he's looking to steal life. He's looking to drain us to just swallow us up, to not allow us to actually have what Jesus calls a rich and satisfying life.
0: That's terrible to think that that's someone's purpose in life. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Ugh.
2: <clears throat>
1: so he bring, Jesus brings us superior life. He brings us life beyond measure. He brings us extraordinary, exceeding, almost unnecessarily extravagant life. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: This Christmas, I hope we can all truly re-examine our lives and see that this is the kind of life that we actually find in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus never said he was going to give some of us a rich and satisfying life, but to others, he would give a mediocre life. Some of you get abundant life. Others get a boring life. Some um, of you get a life to the full. Others get a life of empty. Jesus never said that. Mm -mm. Rather, Jesus fully intended to bring all his followers a rich and satisfying life. So then why do some people who are following Jesus look so miserable?
0: (laughs) a good question.
1: Why do some people look so bored and unsatisfied? Jesus brings life. I believe that this is directly connected with the burdens that Jesus brings us that we also talked about Mm -hmm. last week. We experience true life, rich with meaning and purpose, when we have a reason to live when we are living for more than just the next big life event, we're like when we live more for just the holidays and all that and everything, We're we're when we're trying and living truly for eternity, we find significance and satisfaction. We find life that nothing else can really bring. Mm-hmm. But as we've already said, Jesus not only brings his life, but he also brings his death. This is Luke 9, verse 23 to 24, and it says this. Then he said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross daily, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give your life for my sake, you will save it.
0: That's like a, that feels like a riddle. Right? It does. of yeah. like,
1: like, what does he mean by that? Yeah. It's such a junior high moment where they would just be like, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And they look at me so confused. And I'm just like, guys, we're going to have to figure this out together. And he's yeah. like, no, 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 you tell us. And I'm like, well, I can't just give you all the answers.
2: Yeah. Not that I have all the answers.
1: So this may not be the most common thing to look at during the Christmas season, but you can truly talk about being a follower of Jesus without addressing this. You can't You can't truly talk about being a follower of Jesus unless you address this. Jesus calls us to die to ourselves. Jesus calls us to die to living for what the world can offer us. Jesus calls us to die to the things that the world tells us are worth our worth tells us our worth, our lives. English language is <laughs> so annoying. Ah, because the life he's calling us to won't make sense to a world that doesn't truly know him. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest things in our world today. People don't know Jesus. Yep. Or they haven't. I find people think of like if we if we actually went and talked to people about Jesus. Yeah. Think would be much more accepted. What we do, though, is we talk to people about church.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. You, you're you like a 1,000% right on that.
1: We talk to people about church. You need to go to church. You need to go to church. Yeah. No, you need Jesus. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. But,
0: uh, it's, such a, it's such a funny thing, too. Like, it's very, very confusing because to tell someone about Jesus, to tell someone about a relationship mm-hmm. you have that they – can experience but can't see or can't you know it's a okay your relationship with jesus is unique to any other relationship yeah you can compare it to things but like let's be honest it's, it's unlike, it's, any it's unlike other.
1: anything else yeah
0: so to describe that to someone is more difficult than to say hey come to a building on sunday morning with me i don't know you don't know you disagree you i kind of disagree. disagree i think okay. that
1: showing jesus I think can be a lot easier than we think because Jesus is so mm-hmm. countercultural to today. Yeah, it's so opposite to what the world thinks. Like, what what verse was it? Um, we just said it. Um, where was it? Okay. A thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. The world seeks a rich and satisfying life, but doesn't want Jesus for it.
0: No, but so they seek a rich and satisfying life based on world standards, not based on exactly God's standards. So if you tell them, I I know something that will offer you a rich and satisfying life, they might look at a Christian life and say, eh, eh that's not what I'm looking for. Or they think it's not what they're looking I for.
1: Think people, I think people think that it's not what I'm looking for. Like, I can't do that. It's not my thing. That's for other people. Mm-hmm. And to be completely honest, we're so individual that we think that... I think we're so individual that we think that one individual can't make that difference.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: Like, we've grown up... I don't know if when you were growing up, they said this. One person makes a difference.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's be honest. Growing up, did it ever feel like one person made a difference? No. No. (laughs) So we've grown up now in this culture which like a generation or two maybe three now with Mm -hmm. kids growing up now who have grown up in a culture where they told us one person can make a difference yeah let's be honest none of us have experienced that
0: yeah maybe maybe infrequently
1: maybe very infrequently
0: yeah or you hear good stories on the news and stuff like that about one person making a difference. One person
1: making a difference, right? But let's be honest: how much? How many of us actually view the news anymore? <laughs>
2: it's just negative. It is negative. And so
1: we do this, where we don't, we don't think it's possible. We don't think things are possible anymore. Yeah. When truly, <clears throat> I think that something really important is that through Jesus, all things are possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like. I know that, like, when I became Christian, I couldn't understand Jesus fully. Mm-hmm. That's true. I couldn't. I don't think anyone who becomes Christian can understand him fully at the beginning, nor even anywhere through that. But something that was really different is, like, I grew up non-Christian, so I, I knew what that outside life was like, mm-hmm. being away from God. I knew what that was like. I knew those feelings. What bothers me the most is I know other people know those feelings, I like, I know they know those feelings. I know they know that hurt, mm-hmm. but they don't know it's hurt. Yeah, they just think, oh, that's just life, you know. I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Trust me, because Jesus says, I want to give you a rich and satisfying life.
0: Yeah,
1: and I know that. Like, let's be honest, Like, we've messed up at the ch- as the church. Oh yeah. Through all of history We've messed up
0: There Have you ever heard What's the DC Talk song Where at the beginning They say that, like The number one cause Of atheism in the world Is Christians Who proclaim Jesus With their mouth But then don't Live it out Don't live it out Yeah, yeah. It's something bi- along that You should well, hear the song the, it's There's the it.
1: other reason Why people say Christians are hypocrites Because mm-hmm. we don't live out Honestly our biggest goal I think is to actually Live out the message of Jesus If we can actually Live it out Like b- What bugs me Is I'm gonna say something that Bugs me We're getting super off topic But it's fine It's okay It's good Something that really bugs me is when you know like everyone has a mindset. Yeah. People don't realize you can change your mindset. Yeah. It takes work to change your mindset. But once you do, when you have control over your mindset, it makes a huge difference. Because consciously you make way better decisions. Yeah. Christians are terrible at changing their mindset. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. We
0: can be a little bit rooted um, in... Maybe traditions that aren't necessarily, why are we doing them? We're doing them because they're comfortable and yes, yeah. because that's what, Yeah. Know, we can. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah,
1: but the other thing I'm getting at is this whole idea of we preach it, but we don't live it out. Mm. Well, that's a mindset issue. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You need to change your mindset because yeah. if you don't change your mindset, there's the, what what's the scripture where someone can email us and tell us where it says that, when Jesus comes back, many will call on His name, and He will say, "Who are you?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To me, that's terrifying because yeah. how many of our Christians and our churches and everything, and who are out there in the world who are preaching Jesus constantly, are really not living that out
2: Mm-mm.
1: because, like it says in Romans twelve two, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but by be renewed by My Spirit. Mm-hmm. I believe it says, or by the renewing of one's mind. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset Yeah, to choose Jesus, choose what he is saying over and over again. And that's why like this is important. It says that Jesus brings us life because he does. Mm -hmm. You need to choose that mindset. You need to pick up that yoke.
0: Daily. It said, What was the verse that you read? Daily. Take up my cross daily. Yeah. Didn't you read that today?
1: I believe so. Um, Yeah. Uh, Luke 9, 23, 24. Then he said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways. Take up your cross daily and follow me. Mm-hmm. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. He makes it so simple.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know it's
1: frustrating because...
0: We're the ones that complicate it, aren't we?
1: We do. And look, I'm like being pastor. I'm not saying, well, I'm obviously better because I know things. No, I struggle. Like we all struggle yeah, yeah, with this daily. Sure. But... Like we're all prideful. We all do things where we're like, "Ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that," yeah. or "Ah, oh, I messed up." But it, uh, like something that bugs me is because, like, changing a mindset. Like I had to work through this. This took me years to work through. Changing my mindset because growing up non-Christian, my mindset was of the world. Yeah, I want to do things my way. Do things the way I want to do. It probably took me to my first year of marriage to really have my mindset change. That's what four years, mm-hmm. four or five years almost where I finally was like, I'm noticing a difference. Yeah. My mindset is changing and that's all comes out of Jesus giving us life. Mm-hmm. Like if we choose consciously to keep choosing Christ constantly. Just keep going from just constantly keep pursuing him. I love the illustration someone once did where I showed two people running. One is Jesus and one is you and you're both running in the same direction, but mm-hmm. you're way ahead of him and he's always chasing us, always chasing us down, always wanting us, always just waiting for that embrace. Yeah to consciously stop mm-hmm. and turn around and run to Him. Yeah, It's a beautiful illustration. It's an illustration that we don't do enough. Oh yeah, totally. We don't do it enough. Because no. we're like, it's like we're like, we turn around, we run to him. We give him a high five on the way going. We're like, okay, hey, we're going my way still. And it's like, no. <laughs> no, you need to stop. You need to breathe. You need to find rest. Like Jesus in our last thing we talked about, with freedom of yeah. burdens, is he gives us rest because yeah. we can find a loving embrace with him. That this whole idea of a life that we have with him is something that we can choose. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. He says, it's not like, it's not like, um, like some people say that faith is something that we have to just live in daily. That's something we choose daily. Yes. Like faith isn't something we just, we soak in daily, like a like bath. You don't just soak in yeah. it daily. You choose to get in.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: We need to choose to keep getting in. Yes. And to really live in it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So back on track. <laughs> Where were we again? <laughs> Where were we? Um, but I think that, like, especially right now, people... Are willing to think of others. I think mean, during Christmas time, people yeah. are really willing to think of others. And, you know, we want to give back. We want to do these things. We want to help others. We all do this. But how many of us really continue on that way when December 26th hits? Because mm-hmm. it's Boxing Day and we're like, we need to get things. Yeah, I
0: got to get the deals.
1: Or how many people will wake up early and ignore their family to find the best Boxing Day sales they can get? Yeah. It happens. Mm hmm. Or how many of us will continue to think, oh, Christmas over, New Year's party, that's what we do. Yeah. But how many of us will continue to think about um, what would be best for others and continue to live a life of abundant purpose and meaning so that we're meant to work within the kingdom of God, so that we're meant to Mm -hmm. put Jesus out there and tell people about him and show that life. Like, one of the biggest things I heard was most people don't need you to preach a sermon, actually. <laughs>
0: they need you to live a sermon. Yeah, I've you, you say to that. It's true, though. <laughs> people need you to live a sermon. Yeah. Like,
1: in being in youth ministry, one of the biggest things I've learned is the youth will almost learn nothing from me for teaching. Huh. Like, I've read that in books and everything, and I was like, no, nah, that's not true. It's how you live. It's how you interact. Yeah. It's what you say.
2: Yeah.
1: A, a lesson and everything where you're diving into scripture, that's super important. Yeah, but it's how you live that out. It's what you say. It's what you do. Like when we're if we're doing a youth event outdoors or doing something, and I'm like not really caring, just going about it. No, I'm I'm purposefully doing this. Yeah. When we go into prayer, I purposely pray for certain things. I want to make sure like something I pray is always is uh, for youth that whatever is on people's hearts, mm-hmm. knowing that it doesn't matter what's in there, it doesn't matter what we're going through. Yeah. Whatever is on our hearts, we talk to Jesus about. It. We know that He finds us in. Yeah. And I think that's something really important, but like we've talked about Jesus giving us life this whole time. Mm-hmm. This is about our whole thing has been on so far <laughs> and we've only been going for a little while. Yeah. Um, but let us not forget the other part of this podcast, which is Jesus brings us death as well,
2: mm-hmm.
1: not just Christmas, but year round and not just when the family's together, but when we're all over the place, not just, you know, when we get home from school, when we get home from school and everything. Um, but Jesus brings us death. And I just want to read this. And this is John 1, verses 1 to 18. So buckle up. And it says this. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came into the very world he created, and the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, but even they rejected him. But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but from a birth that comes from God. So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds, this is the one I was talking about when I said someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. From his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. Um, no one has ever seen God, but the unique one, who is himself God, is near to the Father's heart for he has revealed God to us. So Jesus said, I am the truth, I am the way, the truth and the life. Therefore, when Jesus was born, when the word became flesh, when you know when life was born, mm-hmm. true, full, abundant, rich, satisfying, everlasting, eternal life was born. Before that life to be made available to all of us, Jesus actually had to die.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He had to sacrifice himself. He
0: didn't just have to die. He had to conquer death so we could too, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. Yeah. he Like, he paid, like, I I don't like using the word paid. I don't know why. I just don't, I really don't like using that word. It feels weird. But, like, he sacrificed himself for us. He
0: atoned for us, yeah.
1: Yeah, that we, like, for things that we have done, for everything. And not just, like, I I feel like people get stuck on this. Jesus lived 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. Obviously, God's like, nah, it's just for those people. No, No, but but it's a common thinking. Mm -hmm. Like, that was 2,000 years ago. That doesn't matter today. Like, I've done terrible, awful things that people didn't do back then. Really? Because they had the same struggles we did.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There
1: was, like, I love when people say anxiety was only invented in the 1990s. I'm like, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Read the Psalms. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But through Jesus' death, we have access to life. Yeah. True, full, abundant, rich, and satisfying, everlasting, eternal life. To experience that life, we all—all all we need to do is to die ourselves and to put God first. What that means is, well, kind of what I said: change your mindset.
2: Yeah.
1: It's not about us. Yeah. It's about God. And when we do that, because there's been plenty of times where I've sat in my office and I've had a phone call where I'm just like. Oh, I want to say things <laughs> I want to, cause I, I can see the problem. I can see the issue. Yeah. But I can feel that nudge from God where it's like, no, 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 you, you know what to say. Yeah. You, you know exactly what to do. And it's changed that mindset. i focusing in on what Christ is doing in our lives. That's like, honestly, one of the biggest things is we need to humble ourselves because we do not have all the answers. Mm hmm. And to see the world around us and the people around us through God's eyes, that's something really important. Yeah. It is only through dying to ourselves that we find the life we were created to live, mm-hmm. which is a crazy revelation. Yeah. Like, we have to die to actually have the life that was meant for us fully, like, since, you know, the start of creation.
0: It's like you, you have to give up something in you order have to, give to up get everything. so much more.
1: Like, you have to give it up. Yeah. Like, you have to give up that... That first feeling when you see someone and you want to say something, it's like, <laughs> no, I am going to stop and I'm going to breathe and I am going to just to stop. Mm-hmm. This Christmas, let us not forget why Jesus came. He came to bring us things that will change our lives forever, to change our eternal destinies. He, he brings mercy and grace. He brings freedom and burdens. He brings his life and death. These are not just Christmas presents where you pick up and choose, like you do with your parents. Say like, no one has these, but Ninja Turtle action figures. Or when your grandma gives you wool socks, yeah, you say thank you for both gifts, and you know that these socks are getting thrown into a corner while you play with Ninja <laughs> Turtles. You won't even remember those socks until you find them that you are moving out of that house years later. It's fine.
0: <laughs> wow, this sounds like experience. Being no, like, not at all. I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> I love socks. If you want what Jesus brings you, you got to accept all of it. Like, you can't just say, oh, I want the freedoms. I do not want the burdens. That's not how it works. No. It's not.
0: No, you can't selectively pick and choose. You
1: cannot accept Jesus' mercy because you pray, Jesus, forgive me, but his grace has no impact in your day-to-day life.
0: Say that one more time.
1: You cannot accept Jesus' mercy because you pray, Jesus, forgive me, but his grace has no impact on your day-to-day life. You cannot accept freedom... From your burdens until you accept the burdens that Jesus has for you, you cannot have life until you're willing to die to yourself. So this Christmas, maybe we be open to what Jesus brings, whether it's what we had planned or not, whether it's what we think we need right now or not. Let's accept what Jesus brings us, trusting that maybe, just maybe, he knows what is best for us, mm. even better than we ever could. And with that, Merry Christmas.
0: Wow. Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, Pastor Wes. Thank you very much. Wow. Um, if you need to get in touch with Pastor Wes, if you want to talk about any or all of this, um, please email him at wes at waynefleetbic.com, and my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. We are taking a little break over the holidays, so you can find us back in January right here on the podcast um, for more new episodes. Um, Head over to waynefleetbic.info as well, and our online calendar is there. It's up to date. It will tell you if there are events, if they are or aren't going on. You can confirm times there. Um, If you go on our website, it's a bar at the top of the screen that says calendar and if you click right on it it will bring up our online calendar that way you'll be uh current on what's going on so there's a good spot to check and uh anything else pastor us? merry christmas just merry christmas merry christmas